Yo, is this thing on? Man, whatever. Walk with me. Yo, welcome back to Walk with TFB. Tim Bryson here, and as you know, I am a black millennial who is eager to have unfiltered conversation with authentic people centered on education, sport, and culture. Today, y'all are walking with me on volume five of Tim Talks. However, before we go any further, I have to say thank you, thank y'all, and quite honestly, just thank us. Now, as y'all may have seen on social media, and if you're not following us on Instagram and Twitter, please go do so at Walk with TFB. Um, but this past weekend, we finally hit 8,000 total plays, total downloads, whatever you want to call it, um, but as a community. I mean, I told y'all before um, on several different Tim Talks episodes, but also, you know, conversations with different guests, different family guests we have on the show, is that when I started this podcast, like, if my mama was the only person that listened to the podcast, like, so be it, I'm good, I'm cool. Um, but I honestly didn't, did not start it, you know, looking and or seeking, you know, a, a metric, right, uh, to define our success. Um, yet, it's been amazing to see uh, the community we built over the last really six months uh, as a result of coming together um, and having these conversations. And so as I said before, right, I started this podcast because I wanted to have a filter conversation with authentic people centered on education, sport, and culture, uh, because I still, because I didn't, and quite honestly still, I mean, outside of this podcast, <laughs> have not found uh, a space, an environment, uh, a platform where I can talk about all three, education, sport, and culture, uh, with the same people. Um, but over the last six months, right, we've, we've created a community that not only amplifies Black voices, but also centers millennial perspectives and reiterates the importance of education in, in all spaces. I mean, so I'll say it until this podcast, you know, comes to a final close, whenever that may be. But thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to every single person who has shared the podcast on their story, on their social, on their network, has promoted the podcast, you know, on their story, their social, their network, both personal um, and professional. Uh, thank you to everyone who continues to listen to the podcast week in, week out, month in, month out. And honestly, just listening to the stories that have been distilled on this show. Um, there have been several guests over the last several months who have said, you know, I haven't told anyone this or this is my first time saying this out loud. Um, and so, like, again, this is a community. It's not a podcast, not just a podcast, right? More than Hashtag more than a podcast. Uh, but it's honestly a community and a community that I'm extremely glad uh, to be a part of with y'all. As I said before, I'll be doing a, um, a giveaway at 10,000 downloads. Um, so don't quite know when we're going to hit that mark, have an idea, um, but I'll be ready. Hope y'all are ready because we're definitely giving, well, shit, we, I am definitely giving a lot of shit away uh, on that 10,000 mark. That's huge uh, for us as a, as a whole and as a community. But again, if you are not already doing so, please make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, subscribe on uh, both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And of course, give us five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts as well. However, despite and really inclusive of these 8,000 downloads, our best is yet to come. We've seen, you know, and have honestly listened to glimpses of what our best could look like, uh, especially over the last five episodes. I'm in season two entitled More Than a Millennial. So just to give a quick recap, right, you know, um, 
since the last Tim Talks episode, Dr. Blake Banner came on and talked about it being the year of self-discovery. Christia Worthy's episode, you know, the can't stop, won't stop, uh, which is honestly, I think, a model that all of us, all of us are taking into 2021. Sherrod Williams came on the show and he and I talked about, you know, putting yourself in position, right? Like not bitching, not complaining about like what everybody else got going on, but put yourself in a position to be called upon and stop worrying about everybody else. Courtney Gaucher down at Florida A&M uh, talked about how leadership has no age, right? <laughs> and that millennials are about that action, which was an alternative uh, title, is an alternative title to the episode. And then lastly, right, which is at least, at least this last week, uh, Amber Guyton came on the show and asked us, really demanded us to be our own boss and not to settle, which are words I know selfishly um, I'm taking into 2021, but, but honestly taking into every single meeting and every single day from here on out. And I think the most mind-blowing thing about, uh, honestly, this season is that every single human who's been on the pod continues to just drop wisdom, but honestly open up their hearts, their minds, their souls to share their stories, experiences, you know, failures, successes that we can all learn from, like truly all learn from. And as we think about what, you know, traditional and, and really conventional learning communities look like, at least for me, I always thought about, you know, the classroom structure as being a place where, really the only place where I could learn. But as we continue to, again, distill these stories on the podcast, I'm learning that, you know, digital platforms, especially podcasts, Twitter, Instagram, are also learning communities. And so, again, I say on behalf of the Walk With TAB podcast to all of our guests, I'm just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, y'all are the real MVPs, and I am just excited and really humbled to be in a position to facilitate these conversations with y'all uh, as y'all come on the show. But now we're here, just 10 days before the turn of the new year, 2021. And I got to be honest and say that I was not expecting to do a Tim Talks episode until 2021. But when God talks, you listen. Now, I'm not going to sit here and in front as if uh, I always listen to God when he talks to me because I don't, right? There are definitely times when I ignore God's voice. Sorry, Jesus. I know you're still working on me. Um, but also there are more times when I ask, like, are you sure? You positive? Is there not another route? Like, you, you, you this, this is what we're going to do? Like, what's up? But this time in particular, God spoke to me through someone who was honestly the smartest uh, and most kind person I have ever met in my life. And so I had no choice but to listen. And this person is my soror and my little sister, Brandy. Now to give you some context, Brandy is a recent graduate, a May 2020, a COVID graduate of, if you will, of Vanderbilt University. Uh, she earned her degree in civil engineering, was involved in several different aspects of the university, just like her older brother, but also our middle brother as well. Shout out to Brian. Brian, what's up, dog? Um, joined, pledged, uh, Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. But overall, she's, she's just a dope-ass human, yo. yo. Like someone who um, I'm always learning from, someone who I see similarities in myself, right? But just a, just a dope-ass person. But nevertheless, her and I were talking a couple weeks ago. Actually, I think it was last week um, after I had just bought my first couch. Now, that's a podcast episode for another day, but for those who have seen that tweet that's like, this is how men live, where there's like one chair and one light 
and one TV and shit. Like that's how I was living prior to uh, early, early last week. But again, that's a podcast for another day. And when I told my sister that I bought my first couch, right, I sent her this picture of the couch. You know, I was super excited for her to see what the couch looks like. Um, and this woman replied back to me and said, an adult man buying his first couch. At least it's happening before you turn 30 or else I would have judged you. So I'm like, damn, bro, like this is supposed to be a moment of celebration, right? A moment of like kumbaya, like we did it. And you over here dragging me, homie, like, what's going on, Brandy? What's like, what's going on, sis? And she replied and said, I'm not dragging you. I'm just saying better late than 30. Now, I hope that we've all heard, you know, the Drake lyric, better late than never, but never late is better. And if you have not, please go check out Fancy by Drake off of um, Thank Me Later. But better late than 30? Like better late than 30. This one, this one hit different. This one, this one hit real different. Because quite honestly, when she said this, it was no longer about just a piece of furniture. Because to me, better late than 30 took me to a place of reflection where I started to journal about other action items um, that I had been avoiding until I turned 30 or until it had to get done, right? Until I had to do it. And as I sit back and continue to say out aloud, right, like better late than 30, better late than 30, better late than 30. Like this pod is going to hit for my millennials who are slowly creeping to age 30 like myself. I'm just two years away. But let's not get it twisted. Procrastination is not just bound to one age, but rather multiple ages, New Year's resolutions, as well as life events and personal accomplishments. Right. So whether it's better late than 30, better late than 40, better late than 2021, better late than marriage, better late than graduation. Like we all in this shit together. Like all of us are are procrastinating, delaying something around a life event, again, a New Year's resolution, personal accomplishment. Um, And so it's not just about those who are approaching the 30 year old mark. Now, of course, I can't, cannot, and I will not ignore the role that societal norms, cultural expectations, as well as family pressures have on our human psyche, okay? Like, for example, undergrads should only take four years, right? Like, you meet your, your partner in undergrad, you know, get married two, two to three years post, you know, kids before you're 30. Like, like this shit exists. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shy away from, from acknowledging that, but this podcast is not about the real and perceived limits that are placed on our lives and potential. In fact, this podcast and this community is about how we move forward together to shatter each and every ceiling that attempts to compromise our ability to identify our passion, inspire vision, and walk in purpose. So we're walking. Yes, fear, failure, doubt, uncertainty, they'll be there. But if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough, right? So let's acknowledge them. Say, what's up? How you doing? But keep shit moving, yo. Like, let's let's stay active. Let's stay dynamic. Because purpose cannot wait. A few weeks ago, I had the honor of speaking with Julian Williams, who was the vice president of diversity and inclusion 
uh, the first vice president for diversity and inclusion at the University of South Carolina as part of the South Carolina Black Leadership Series. And Julian is a great guy. If you have not uh, listened to that series, I'll be sure to um, include the link in the show notes to this episode. But he and I had a great conversation about his role, right? The future of his role, the future of DEI uh, and justice practitioners in higher education, especially. And he had mentioned that in order for South Carolina to become a world-class institution, as it relates to you know prioritizing and centering diversity, equity, inclusion, and social justice into their work, that they and we, as a as a Gamecock alum, of course, have to start with the infrastructure, right? We have to look at the infrastructure of our institution from a number of different perspectives. And when he said that, it took me uh, right back to Lauren Harper's episode, uh, who talked about um, how uh, Mayor Benjamin focuses on human infrastructure and his role as, as the mayor of Columbia, South Carolina. And he said, you know, human, human infrastructure, but especially infrastructure at the University of South Carolina is something that you build each and every day, right? It's a daily act, it's a daily intention to build each and every day. And so as I sat and thought about, you know, like this whole better late than 30 um, conundrum, if you will, I started to think, you know, like what, what is my infrastructure? <laughs> like what is my internal infrastructure that reflects who and what I share with the world? And when I say internal infrastructure, I'm talking about my spiritual infrastructure, my emotional infrastructure, like my my intellectual infrastructure, like where is it coming from? Who and or what is feeding it and how do I know? Um, because again, that's core to who I am. That's core to not just who I am, but core and and drives my purpose, whatever I believe my purpose to be um, at the time. And so I started asking myself, again, questions like, you know, how am I constructing my internal infrastructure? What does my infrastructure look like and feel like? But when Tim is healthy, right? When Tim is healthy and whole, who am I? What does it look like? And how do I know? And again, this conversation was a couple weeks ago. Oh shit, actually a month and a half ago now, look at the calendar. But then I had a meeting with a life coach, uh, Chelsea Wright, and her and I were talking about you know things about my podcast uh, and the business, right? Things about um, my personal life, things about my PhD program. And one thing Chelsea has said is that our external environments must reflect our internal beliefs. And I asked her to repeat it as well. So I'll repeat it for the podcast the community in, in that Chelsea said that our external environments must reflect our internal beliefs. Now, immediately I jumped to, you know, my house, my room, <laughs> not the couch, but understanding that when, when I'm at peace, when I feel most at peace, like my house is clean, right? Like my apartment is clean. Everything has, is in a spot. Um, but then I took that a step further to, to, to really think and, and, and brainstorm like you know what are what other internal beliefs and do I believe about myself, or am I struggling to believe about myself that that are reflected in the environments in which I find myself in, right? And exter external environments for me is the people I hang out with, where I spend my time, like my literally my physical time, and so like again, how what environments am I setting up that are going to yield success, that are going to yield purpose driven behaviors. I think it's important to note. And then, again, as we all know, everything comes in threes. I was listening to my dad preach the other day, 
And he was saying how there's always an impetus for change, right? An impetus for transformation and evolution that we know, right? That, that God gives to us, that God has given to us, uh, placed in our hearts. But we know we, it, it's there, right? We have to act on it. But yet we don't. And why is that? So, of course, right, we wait. We procrastinate. We wait for someone else to do it. But quite honestly, like, it's hard to even, you know, want to act on something that God has given us because we're so used to this normal. <laughs> we're so used to being in control in this normal that we've created within our own lives, right? This normal infrastructure, this normal environment, this normal friend group. And Ilya made it very, very, very clear that COVID, <laughs> COVID-19, coronavirus, the panoramic <laughs> has made it very, 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 very clear that we are and we're never in control of our lives. And I'm like, wow, like, <laughs> I just, again, these Tim Talks episodes, they write themselves because I just start beginning to just take in, you know, what the, what the environments around me are, um, are sharing, what they're saying, what the people around me are saying and sharing, which again, are, are coming from God, right? It's not, it's not human directed. I, I understand and I get that. But that makes so much sense, right? That, that we're never in control. And for those who aren't spiritual or those who may not believe in Christianity, um, it's totally fine. Because uh, we've heard other quotes, <laughs> other inspirational you know, mantras that you know, all of us have bought into us at one point or another. And so this idea that, you know, that God gave us a dream, that God gave us a vision, gave us a purpose that we must act on is, is quite similar to the quote, you know, that you're not given a dream unless you have the capacity to fulfill it. And I cannot remember who said this quote. Uh, I've been quoting this quote for years, but you're not given a dream unless you have the capacity to fulfill it. And again, it goes back to what am I waiting on to act? What am I waiting to act on until I get to a certain age, until I hit a certain year, until I have, you know, a decade worth of experience? And again, it, this is a concept for me that you can, as you can probably tell, right? It's something one that I'm struggling with, uh, one that I'm struggling with, one that I'm continuing to ask myself questions about and around, because I, there's so much here that I know requires community in order for answers to be uh, delivered, and I recognize that, which is why I'm sharing it with us today. But what it comes down to is like, yes, sure, right? This podcast, our podcast, started in June of this year. Never thought I would start a podcast. Never thought we would start a podcast, but it happened. And had I had not, had we had not started this podcast, had we had not done this work together this year over the last six months, like where would we be? Okay. And so I'm glad, boom. God gave me an idea, I acted on it. God gave me a dream, acted on it, had the capacity to fulfill it. Let's make it happen. Great. But then what are the other things in my life that I have not acted on? <laughs> That God, that God, and honestly, just other people are waiting for me to do so. And again, it's not a, it's not a sermon, though it may come off as one. And if it, if it does, you know, church came early this week. At least the Sunday message came early this week. But it's a message that again was birthed through my sister to me to say, like, yo, like, what are you waiting on? And it could not have come at a more um, timely moment where all of us are waiting for the ball to drop 
and for 2021 to begin and to close a chapter on the year 2020. And I recognize that 2020 has not been easy for, for anyone. Um, yes, a lot of us have, may have had, you know, wins here and there. Yes, a lot of us have had losses, a lot, probably a lot more losses, you know, here and there as well. But what I don't want us as a community to get familiar with is waiting on the turn of a calendar year, right? To wait on the turn of a global a global pandemic. Because again, sure, COVID is not going to end on 12-31. We get that. And COVID-19, the coronavirus, the panoramic will panoramic will end at some point. We recognize that as well. But there are other pandemics, <laughs> invisible pandemics that many of us, a lot of us, including myself, have allowed to manifest in our lives that have disrupted and have compromised our ability to walk in our purpose. And so what I'm asking is not to look past or not to minimize what's going on around us because it's very real and all of us are experiencing that each and every day. But think, begin to think and really you know, uh, define the roots of what other pandemics, what other uh, disruptive practices are in our lives that are preventing us from becoming our best and our whole selves. And so as I close, I'll really leave us with a few questions to, um, to think about and reflect on as we close out this year, but also enter a new year in a new time where all of us can begin to truly identify our passion, inspire our vision, and walk in purpose. So question one, what purpose work are you procrastinating right now? What purpose work are you procrastinating right now? Is it starting a business? Is it going back to school, whether it's for graduate education? Is it a podcast? Uh, many of us want to start a podcast, and I've got a lot of questions about that. Is it an Instagram page? Uh, shout out to everyone who has a passion or purpose Instagram page, um, especially Nick. But again, I always shout out Nick uh, for pushing me to start that. Uh, the IPA way, because if it wasn't for Nick, that uh, that Instagram probably and definitely would not exist. But again, what purpose work are you procrastinating right now? Question two, what are you holding on to that is resisting your transformation? What are you holding on to that is resisting your transformation? And this is a question that Ilya had asked in, in a sermon he preached the, the other day. Um, that, that made so much sense because, again, going back to this whole better late than 30, better late than 40, better late than 2025, better late than marriage or graduation, like there's it may not be a thing, <laughs> but there's definitely a thought. Right. There's definitely a thought. There's definitely a habit. There are definitely choices that are that is resisting us from a, a really evolving into our whole selves. What is it? What's preventing you? What's resisting you? What's causing resistance and helping you to transform into the next version, to the best version of yourself? And then question three, where do you need support and how do you need support as you progress towards becoming the healthy and whole version of yourself? Where do you need support as you progress towards becoming the healthy and whole version of yourself. 
We've talked a lot on this podcast about radical self-care, radical self-love, protecting your black joy, protecting your black peace. But we can't protect it. We can't practice radical self-joy and self-love if we aren't our healthy and whole selves. And if we can't identify what our healthy and whole selves look like and feel like. So where do you need support on that journey? So better late than 30, better late than never. The moral of the story is that I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. I don't want y'all to be late. I don't want us to be late. I mean, in fact, I want all of us to be on time for all the promises and all the unscheduled blessings that can only happen if we remain obedient, speak life to our internal beliefs, and create an external environment that yields purpose-driven behaviors. And I got to give a shout out to people who have continued to do this and, and have modeled the way and have inspired others in doing the same. So Marissa and Taylor with Phenomenally Powerful, uh, with Ashlyn Fields with Brewery Bliss, uh, Ed Jones, Generational Impact, uh, my homie, Risa Lovelace with RBL Theory, uh, Herb Courtney with Renaissance Consulting Firm. Again, these are just a few of the projects that I've seen over the last you know, several months um, that have continued to you know, tap into to who they are, right? Tap into their purpose selves, tap into their purpose work uh, to share and to serve uh, with the world. So, yes, I'm super happy I got my couch. <laughs> Couch is comfortable as hell, by the way. I'll probably put a picture on the ground so y'all can see what that shit look like. But I'm more grateful for a sister who allowed God to use her to speak life to me so that I can share with y'all and us. So if you have not already, please, 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 please make sure that you follow us on Instagram and Twitter to receive the latest updates on what's going on. Uh, with the Walk With TAB community and the Walk With TAB family. Um, always make sure that you rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, dope-ass rating and five-star review, but only if you mean it. Look forward to having more unfiltered conversation with authentic people, authentic millennial people, centered on education, sport, and culture. As he progressed through the end of season two, more than a millennial. But as always, until then, walk with me.